the way people are working is is evolving. Uh, there's a dissolving of names, titles, roles, even descriptors for companies. So, you know, the agency is merging into the production company. The production company is merging into the agency. From RevThink, you're listening to the RevThinking Podcast, a conversation between creative entrepreneurs who know there is a huge difference between being a great creative and running a great creative business. I'm Joel Pilger. Today, Tim Thompson and I are speaking with George Olver, co-founder at Movidium. Welcome to RevThinking. RevThink leverages years of experience and practical wisdom to help owners of top creative studios. So you don't have to choose between following your passion and running your business. Now here is your host, Joel Pilger. Hi, it's Joel. Hello from Denver. I'm excited to be back in the Mile High City working with one of my brilliant motion design clients, as well as connecting with a few of my Jumpstart members while I'm here in town. Well, today on the podcast, you are in for a terrific topic as we speak with George Olver at Movidium. But first, I have a few quick announcements. I wanted to share with you that March 11th in Rome, as in Rome, Italy, the day before the Promax BDA conference, RevThink invites you to join us at Jumpstart Aperitivo. Now, this is a rendezvous for Jumpstart members and alumni, as well as agency owners who want to make the most of the Promax BDA conference, which follows. So we're going to spend a half a day or so focused on concepts like positioning, marketing, and sales. How do you how do you walk into a conference like Promax BDA and make the most of it? There's going to be probably 300 or more buyers from entertainment, broadcast, OTT, TV networks, and the like. And we want to prepare you to walk into that conference and be a success. So that's Jumpstart Aperitivo. Go to our website and you will see that listed under the Accelerators and Conferences tab. Then the day after that, March 12 and 13, also in Rome, Italy, Tim Thompson and I will be speaking at Promax BDA Europe. We're doing daily sessions on the agency of the 21st century. So we're going to be gathering agency owners and leaders, getting them in a room to talk about the issues that are facing you and your agency as you work in the entertainment marketing space. If you want to stay up to date with all of the upcoming conferences and more, what's going on with us at RevThink, just go to RevThink.com and look for the subscribe button. Or I can also recommend that you join our private group on Facebook. That's called The Seven Ingredients. Just go to Facebook and search The Seven Ingredients. That's the number seven ingredients. It's a private group. You'll have to request access. But if you're an owner of a studio, an agency, or production company, we welcome you to join us there. There's about 330 people in that group so far, so it's really taking off. And one final announcement, the next Jumpstart Accelerator is getting underway on February the 27th. Now, if you don't know what Jumpstart is, that is the accelerator for growing creative firms to help them reach the next level. It's all about positioning, marketing, sales, sales, and more sales. And I'm leading it. I'm really excited. I've got a small group of owners. I'm going to be taking through the 10-week program and get them really fired up and motivated and moving forward in getting their students to the next level. If you want more information, just go to revthink.com slash jumpstart and you'll need to schedule a call with me to see if you qualify. And if you do, we'd love to have you in the program. Okay, let's get on with today's episode with George Olver at Movidium. Now, if you haven't heard of Movidium, get ready to. It is the creative network 
that allows brands and agencies and filmmakers across the globe to connect, collaborate, and create incredible films. So, okay, what does that mean? Well, think of Movidium as the professional creative network. It's also a project management platform that makes the creation of video more accessible and efficient. So Movidium connects brands and agencies with world-class creative talent. Their goal is nothing short of trying to change the way video is made. Let's dive in. So George, it's really good to be with you today on the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Absolute pleasure. So George, you're the co-founder at Movidium and uh, Tim and I thought it would be good just to start and ask you, well, what is Movidium for our listeners that don't uh, know about your platform? So Movidium is a professional creative network for the creative industries. And, and what it really seeks to do is connect brands and businesses that are looking to find creators, producers, videographers to create content for their businesses. And, and we do that by matching people that profile on the site. So it's a sort of professional creative network um, to find opportunities. And how long has the, how long has the platform existed? So we launched the business in October um, 15. Um, we, we actually did our launch announcement at something called AWS reInvent, which is Amazon's uh, computer symposium event in Las Vegas. And we, uh, Werner Vogels, the CTO of Amazon, hosted our launch announcement. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. So in just two years, it seems like you guys have made a lot of traction. I mean, how many, how many users on the maybe the client side versus vendor side are currently using the platform? So I think just to, to address the first bit of your question, it, it feels quite quick. But actually, um, Alex, who's the co-founder of Movidium, we, we actually ran a production company and a creative agency um, before creating Movidium. So we had a whole bunch of insight about some of the pain points around, okay, I need a DOP or a drone pilot or a cameraman on this remote geography. How do I find it for the time or the budget that I've got? Or who is the very, very best person in Germany for filming with automobiles? Or how do I get the guy who is perfect at the skyline sequence in New York? And, you know, these are speed of thought things going along when you're pitching and presenting on trying to build a communication for a client. And then we just thought, you know, we, we need more access than we currently have with our Rolodex of of cameramen and DOPs that might need, you know, air travel to get them onto a location. So we thought with the with the current tools and ecosystem and technology that we could see around us, whether that was ordering a pizza or catching a, a taxi or, or going on vacation and staying in someone's spare room, technology was now in a position where a lot of the problems that we are facing in our production landscape could be solved. I think it's interesting how the how it's progressed over the years too. Um, I know that maybe even 10 years ago, um, some of our clients were just having issues scheduling freelance resources and trying to keep together their Excel sheet of information on somebody um, and it, and trying to get somebody on your platform or tr- to get them to sign up so you could track them. Back then, felt like trying to launch a, a, a fax network. You needed two fax machines to make it work. Once, uh, once people got into LinkedIn and other social networks and put the information out there, it really did change the landscape and ability to do this. Sure. Well, I mean, I think, I think kind of network theory and like how nodes and, and networks work is, is really like a fascinating science. And we're only really now, you know, with the tools such as, you know, LinkedIn that you mentioned there, beginning to understand the potential and, you know, possibilities that this sort of connectivity offers. And, 
you know, I think I think creative people particularly are very, very good at collaborating naturally. They have a very open mind, open outlook. Yes, there is some, you know, sort of sense of ego around ideas from time to time. But the way people are working is is evolving as the uh, there's a dissolving of, you know, names, titles, roles, even descriptors for companies. So, you know, the agency is merging into the production company. The production company is merging into the agency. The producer is potentially, dare I say, more sought after than the director in, in a fast moving, always on an environment. But, you know, maybe that's just my personal view. Well, George, I love what you're saying about your background, that you really do understand that journey of the creative entrepreneur you know, the person who's running a production company or, you know, animation studio, what have you, that's trying to uh, build their network, not only of resources, but obviously everybody wants to expand their network of clients. And sure. the fact that you guys come from that background to me is is really cool. Well, I think I think what's really interesting about the clients thing, and, and I don't think there's, there's, you know, although some things change rapidly and technology and there's things flying past us all day long, there are some things that don't change. And sort of we kind of address these as core values, you know, treating a customer well, doing great work. Um, repeat business that comes from that, you know, word of mouth from the customer telling another customer or selling some other internal stakeholder at a big brand where you've made a corporate communication, that grows a business. But it is iterative growth, and it's how many handshake projects you can do. Uh, so you have to handshake every customer and tell them and pitch them and, and do some boards and then go build up their campaign. And that, 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 that is huge cognitive load. Whereas if if what you're doing as a as, as a platform is, in, I mean, you know, and I was never the best at that. Like I, I could I could execute a film, I can execute a TV commercial, but I would you know sit back and think, you know, there's a lot of people better than me at that. So we we decided to refocus on building something that would put the very best people in front of the very best projects, and 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 people starting out in front of startup projects. You know, so as an entrepreneurial adventure, it sounds like. You first got started just solving your own problems and okay. then recognizing it was a greater opportunity out there. Yeah. And I, th I think that's something that's quite famous, you know, in the entrepreneurial landscape. And you read about this a lot, a lot is sort of, you know, um, scratching your own itch. And I think, you know, when you start out in business, it's a lot of discovery. Uh, you make your first pound, you make your first hundred pounds, you know, you see there's some sort of opportunity and you accelerate on that agenda. And I think at some point you need to pause, take stock and look, you know, where do we want to go? you know, what, what is the ceiling? What is the universe? What is the galaxy? Uh, and think, right, well, you know, we can't do that in this way. Or, you know, we have bigger ambitions, we have smaller ambitions, they're creative ambitions, they're financial ambitions, you know, whatever that mix is inside your entrepreneurial, you know, appetite, there's all sorts of different mixes out there. And there is no right way of doing it. Uh, you, you know, you work back from that. And, and I think, we were definitely solving a problem that really obstructed us from growing our business. And we thought if it's obstructing us, it's going to be obstructing others. And, and then that's when we externalized it and, and then started to work around network theory and, and work on properties that you know, creatives actually have, which are very different to individuals that might be you know, used to dressing up in suits and reporting to work. And perhaps LinkedIn was more famous for that an original cohort of people. Yeah, it sounds like you guys are solving maybe a more... Uh elusive problem that's been present in the industry for some time because, you know, there have been platforms in the past where clients can find, you know, production companies or those kinds of things. But I, what I think is so interesting on Movidium is seeing that there's a really a global network of resources 
So production companies can find talent and, you know, DOPs and animators, editors, those kinds of resources, in addition to clients out there who are looking for those resources as well. Is that is that a good description of one of the other problems that you guys have have figured out how to solve? Exactly. And the way we look at look at this is 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 very is it's actually very straightforward is wherever you are in your sort of business life cycle, creative journey or, or, or brand formation, you know, Mavidium can be all things to all people from a creative perspective. So I might be looking for an idea, right? Well, let me find a creative director who, you know, on a project fee or a day rate can come up with an idea. Now I've established my idea. I might be prepared to risk working with just a single freelancer to execute that idea. Or I might be a little bit of a more bigger organization. I might think, actually, I, I don't want to just work with an individual. I want to work with a production company. Or actually, you know, I want to work with a really big production company. Or I want to work with an agency that actually houses that production company or, or an agency that presents me to that production company. So Mavidium has agencies that profile. It has production companies that profile. And it has individual creatives that profile. And we find that the chemistry of that mix when they are all profiling together in the same domain is actually a very niche but pure community of commissioning and talent. Yeah, that's really fascinating. The platform I, I understand is it's not just connecting, but it actually does facilitate collaboration. So the actual work is being done on through Movidium. Am I correct? Sure. So so in terms of the actual work, what we do is we we connect. So, so a, a brand or a business will come to us and say, look, this is the budget we have to execute this. And, and often, um, just as a sort of side note, these people coming to us haven't made films before, but there's now an increasing need to make film, be that an internal communication film or a homepage video or a brand video or a documentary about their business. And so there is budget inside these businesses where they haven't got traditional experience of executing out work. And so they come to the video and they, they, we guide them in the team of best fit for those projects. So we look at the, right, here's someone who's come to us. They're an automobile company. They want this automobile shot. They've asked for an aerial shot. They've asked for it to be shot in a canyon. And using all the profile data that is on the profiling side, the filmmaker side, we match them with the appropriate team. Do you do that as an organization or does the software itself have some kind of algorithm to do that match? So we, we have a bunch of algorithms. Um, we, we actually use, um, a, we have a great search facility as well, which uses a very a complex search algorithm to kind of map the profiles. Um, we have an element of the, the um, filtering process, which is algorithmic, but we also have a premium service, which is account management. And so uh, there is an account. So some of these clients are, are larger businesses. Some of the smaller businesses are matched or they, they find them themselves, but some of the larger businesses are account managed where we guide them directly to um to the right team based on the brief and information we have so there's a there's a there's a bit of a blend there uh, but increasingly as more projects go through the system the 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 matching algorithm and, and the machine learning side of things will be enhanced but what we also have a creative slant on that and it, it, it's it's still very very challenging to match creative briefs algorithmically so does the platform deal with competition do you have people uh, different production companies that compete with one another within the platform I mean, I mean, it's just like the real world. I mean, these, these production companies are competing with each other at any one time. You know, when a brief comes in, we present, we traditionally present back three um, production. If a brief comes in, it's a production company um, brief. We present back to the client three production companies. So in effect, they are competing with each other. But that list that is presented back is highly curated. 
So it's not like putting up a pitch and uh, putting up a jobs board where there's a number of uh, you know thousands of production companies or thousands can pitch back on it. And actually that puts a lot of workload onto the client. Whereas we're saying, we've curated this experience for you. you know, one of these teams or all of or any of these teams could execute to the level that you're expecting. So that's really be- great. So it's yeah. really kind of an open platform. You don't, you're not just curating the production companies and no. having uh, one in each discipline. It's an open platform that yeah. anyway, exactly. oh, that's really great. That's really great. It's totally, it's totally open and, and the client and the production company can go to the network and, and search it themselves if they want to. But again, we find that people are often time poor when they're looking to create bits of content and they need to move quickly and anything we can do from the vast uh, sort of data sets that we have it helps us expedite the process. Right. You've just flattened the earth even more, right? By allowing people to find each other and connect yeah, even faster. Yeah. If we, if we, if we, the thing is, I think, which is interesting is if we didn't do that and have the ability for them to do it, we would be no different to the Excel sheets you mentioned earlier on in the conversation that are sitting in Bob or Jane's uh, computer inside the production company. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. George, I was going to ask um, again, like I was mentioning earlier, what's what's the basic scale right now that you're operating at? Are we talking tens or hundreds of uh, people using the platform? What, what yeah. size so of ten, the audience? Tens of, tens of thousands of people across the globe. There's a, users in 170 countries around the globe now, um, and the 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 brands coming to the platform is, you know, there's some of the biggest brands in the world coming to the platform, both in the U S and, and Europe to sort of expedite their production needs. Yeah. That's really exciting. I mean, I especially get excited when I hear you talk about brands using the platform because clearly agencies I could see using this resource, they would be quite savvy accessing that type of information. But when brands are coming to you directly, that's uh, that means the game is changing. Yeah. Well, I think what's interesting is we're seeing brands um, recruiting a lot out of agencies and building in-house production teams. And I think that, um, you know, depending on which side of the fence you sit on, you know, is a challenge. It's a challenge for a number of reasons, keeping fresh, but also on the flip side of that, you you know, you have a lot of insight um, uh, doing that. But I think, you know, when you headhunt someone out of an agency and into the brand, say into an in-house production team, actually you've separated them from the two or 300 people around them in a large agency are savvy and do execute. So Movidium is a very uh, interesting variable cost way of adding that creative network to someone inside a brand. Do you feel, uh, I'm going to switch gears just slightly because, um, and, and maybe an easy way to set this up is that at Rev think, you know, working with multiple companies and, and across, uh, across the globe, we have a sense of responsibility that there's more information that we need to put out there and keep up with. Um, Are are you feeling the same uh, with your platform? I mean, I could see that you do these podcasts and other blog posts. So you're, you're participating um, in the information um, and encouragement kind of on your platform. Um, But do you feel a sense of responsibility when you, when you're taking on all this work and all these multiple companies? I think it's a really good and interesting question. And I think, yes, um, th- there are obviously core values that, that you know, we have, which, you know, are essential to the good running of the ecosystem and, and the business. Um, the ultimate responsibility for each production is dependent on the client and the production company or the client and the individual uh, agreeing terms and being satisfied that they've selected the, the right uh, contributor to the, for their creative work. And 
you know that is you know their decision we're, we're, we're merely putting options in front of them but what i am excited about is the unbelievable unprecedented scale of creativity and the people who might not necessarily have had the opportunity to work in the creative services or even find jobs in that coming to market and now do have an opportunity so we are in a very exciting epoch where technology is moving incredibly quickly and in a terrifying manner but i still do believe that some things don't change and and we have core values that mean that we want to host this domain with principles that are actually fruitful for the global creative industries do you, what are some of the what are some of those principles well you, you you want to be very you want to have you know the authenticity you want to be putting forward people based on actual core credentials you want to ensure that the network people are verified people are delivering the work that they say they've delivered you know so some of these key things around trust and verification we spend a lot of time looking at our supply side and profilers and filmmakers saying you know why is this person right is this person who they say they are how do we build veracity and authenticity around these matches which is more less superficial than just an algorithmic oh the data in this blog means that they're going to be good for this customer yeah excellent i really appreciate that sort of optimistic viewpoint that you take there that yes technology is changing really rapidly and at times it's scary you know tim and i often say we have this saying at RevThink, which is the best way to deal with the future is to create it and it sounds like you guys are very forward looking and that that makes me ask this question where is the platform heading? I mean, you obviously have a lot of data, a lot of people. Uh, we're talking tens of thousands. So when you look into the future, what gets you excited about where Movidium is headed? Well, it, it's very interesting, actually. And I think the, 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 the future is punctuated every day by you know, an interesting story from the network or a remarkable project that's uploaded. So you know, I, I do feel you know, very humbled by the incredible work that the sort of creative folks and people and do out there every day, which does give this very interesting position where we, we, we see these unbelievable outpouring of creativity. And, and I think, you know, if you think about some of the bigger challenges that the world is facing about these billions and billions of sensors, mobile phones and, uh, you know, African, Asian and Indian companies that are going to be coming online with mobile phones and these connected minds and the hive mind and the potential that offers. The creative industries has so much scope and potential when people, tr- there's transparency around network and connectivity. And I think if we can participate in that um, then our daily uh, you know, jobs and working lives are, are going to be very well punctuated with lots of excitement and optimism. So, George, our, our listeners are owners of creative agencies, um, freelancers, um, people participating on the creative side, but are interested sure. in doing business as well. So the creative entrepreneur. Uh, what trends would you share with our audience that you see coming up um, now that you're participating in and can collect information across the globe. You know, what trends are you seeing that might be interesting 
for our listeners to know and be able to take advantage of in the next couple of years? Well, it's really interesting, actually. Now, I think I, I get asked this a lot, um, and you know, it's it's but obviously because of the nature of the, of the network. Um, you know, I try and speak to a lot of people on the on the podcast, the Mavidian podcast, to kind of talk to interesting stakeholders in in the kind of creative landscape. Creative Leaders podcast is what it's called. We touched on it at the beginning of the conversation. I, I see a real blurring of names and boundaries and terminology that has been brought and reared in the industrial era of production, the Hollywood model, as some people describe it, which is quite challenged by the upsurge of new technology. Ultimately, technology, I think, you know, I first started thinking about this, about the 5D camera. The 5D entered the scene, offered a fairly cinematic image. You know, relatively quickly, if you had been reared on 100 years of Hollywood, you, you could tell a story with a 5D camera. Some of the better directors told better ones, and, and some people told useless ones, conventionally <laughs> speaking. But, you know, it's the potential there is 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 remarkable. And I think so. I think the way that the the definitions are changing is, I think there's a macro trend to freelance. Um, I think uh, the big agency names have fantastic brands and reputations and produce fantastic work. I think some of the overheads challenges they might have in the future um, are interesting. I think the creative work is is. You know, I had a very interesting conversation the other day, which was about big ideas. You know, is it about big ideas or is it about lots of small ideas because the channels of distribution have changed? I mean, I think there's lots, again, it's because of technology and the disruption and the fragmentation of industry. You know, one way to look at it, which keeps you sane, is it's business as usual, just using different tools. Yeah, and and uh, increasing the speed. Speed and momentum are, are quite challenging when considering the creative landscape because that compromises quality sometimes or certainly in the traditional model but actually speed and momentum plus mindset i don't think necessarily does compromise quality i think there's tips and tricks and ideas and hacks creatively where you can navigate that quality type rope uh, as well as speed and momentum so george what's um just from a practical standpoint if i'm uh, if i run a production company or maybe i run a motion design studio. Am I a candidate to join Movidium and be part of the community? And how would I get started? I'm, I'm sure you'll know my answer to that is absolutely yes. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but 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 you know it, it it's free to build a profile on Movidium. Um, so it's it's no. It, it must take sixty seconds to you know upload your details and cover photos. If you've got a Vimeo or YouTube link, um, you can build a profile very quickly. Um, then that goes through a process of verification, and then you can participate in 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 the kind of global community they will have there on the profiling side. Um, we have a subscription service for filmmakers as well, um, which is in, enhances your um your 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 profile. So puts enables you to have more map information, more contact information, um, and that creates basically more visibility to sort of brands and agencies that that are seeking you out. Um, it also enhances your capabilities in search in our own search feature. So, you know, I, I would, I would, you know, I would strongly recommend, you know, building a profile, uh, I think platform, the platformization of the legal business, the platformization of the, of the, the, the taxi business, the platformization of the spare bedroom business have demonstrated, demonstrate examples of how platforms and networks create a dramatic effect and have, there's a lot of collaborative learning on there. There's, there's participating is very, very low cost and the potential reward is is significant. So I think there's a, you know, it, it, it's not for everyone, and, and um, I understand 
you know, people who say, well, I've got my own website and you know, I've got my own thing. And, you know, I understand that. And I think, you know, that, that, that's a, you know, a, a, and also a great way to project yourself, but there are some, definitely some ancillary benefits of being part of a community, uh, which is very focused on, on, on getting jobs. Yeah. And, and just to even stay on the practical questions, what about the transaction side of it? Because if I'm a production company and I join the, the platform, if I actually get a project, how does it work? Does the transaction actually flow through the platform? And yeah. how, how does everyone get paid? That's uh, just yeah. a practical if, thing. If a, project, if a project comes to the platform and say, say the project is you know, $20,000 or, or, or $100 or, or whatever it is, um, we, we, we take that money from the client or the customer and we pay 50% of it up front, which commissions the project, and we pay, pay the remainder when the client signs off the project. So we actually act as a, an escrow to a degree, um, and we we hold the funds. So there's no much, no more hundred days waiting for the invoice to be paid because we collect the funds from the client up front. Wow, wow, that's well, that's obviously a very that's a huge benefit. Uh, it's yeah. Attract, yeah, that that is another attractive element from a financial and cash flow perspective. Certainly for freelancers and, and smaller production companies participating in the ecosystem. And do those buyers do they pay some sort of a small percent or a commission or something like how does Movidium make yeah, the, the clients pay a 10% fee to be matched. So that, that, that doesn't come off the supply side. Got it. Got it. Well, that's brilliant. Um, yeah, I can already hear a lot of owners out there saying, wow, you, you handle uh, like the escrow service part of it, which is in our industry is obviously an increasingly uh, challenging well, aspect. Again, it does come back to how we actually cash flowed sort of you know, many projects for 10 clients over the production company landscape. And I think, again, the tools in this financial technology space have evolved to a state where, you know, it's very possible. And actually, you know, the dog at the invoice is no longer an acceptable you know, cry from a client. Yeah. Yeah. So if, if people have more questions, should they get in touch with you? Should they just sign up and go to a, an FAQ? Yeah. What's the best uh, next yeah, step? So, so, yeah, just just go ahead to movidium.com and just um, create a create a profile there. You can sign up at the top of the page. Um, build build a profile, or you know, do do send me an email, um, which is george.olver at movidium.com. Um, so that's Olver is spelled O L V E R. <laughs> Most people think it's Oliver, but it's george.olver <laughs> at movidium.com. I'd be delighted to respond, and and um, you know, best of luck with the creative endeavors, and and I look forward to seeing some profiles. Yeah, that's great. Well, we definitely appreciate what you guys are doing because you are providing a really valuable service that bridges the creative entrepreneurs to the opportunities. Uh, again, Tim, I'm thinking of the entrepreneurial formula that Movidium is really hitting that sweet spot of needs plus resources equals solutions. Absolutely. I think I think what's interesting is for any listener, for any sort of brand owners or small business runners or, or friends and family who've got small businesses, if you are looking for a team and you've got two thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars, twenty thousand dollars, go ahead and submit your brief into Movidium there, and that's as easy as signing up and 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 see what comes back. There's no there's no uh, there's no cost to see what comes back. Yeah, and with the flattening world, uh, it's it's going to be amazing to see what does come back, right? Because there's going to be talent around the world that might respond that you would have never otherwise been in touch with. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's something that's very interesting and dynamic. Well, George, thanks again for being on the podcast. We really appreciate you uh, taking time out to tell us about uh, yourself and Movidium. It's been great getting better acquainted. Yeah, well, it's been an absolute delight. And uh, perhaps we'll catch up again six months down the line. Yeah, that sounds great. We look forward to it. RevThinking is produced by RevThink. Feel free to connect with us at RevThink.com. We'd love to help. 
And hey, if you like the Rev Thinking Podcast, please do us a favor by subscribing on iTunes and giving us your feedback. Thanks for listening to Rev Thinking. 